As the great independent director, Mr. Werner Herzog, once said, I despise formal restaurants. I find all of that formality to be very base and vile. I would much rather eat potato chips on the sidewalk. Hello and welcome to episode 14D of Potato Chips on the Sidewalk. I'm Barbecue Ben. I'm Joining me is... Um, Sam Boyd's Barbecue. You Jacob. stop fooling the <laughs> listeners, it's Salt and Vinegar Jacob. Uh, so, um, the reason why uh, episodes 14A through C were... This is um, so com- unnecessarily complicated. <laughs> were on, a, on a bit of a, uh, a timer was because we were on schedule to see um, Gunpowder Milkshake. Yes. Uh, the new film by... Navot... Papachado. And we just got back from that, so this is a couple hours after our Ratchet and Clank review, and um, I think we should just get right into it. Uh, Jacob, what did you think of Gunpowder Milkshake? I think it's an uh, interesting style start exercise in style that I think kind of, unfortunately, just kind of falls a bit flat. What about you? I actively disliked it, um, for the most part. Uh yeah. It's. I don't have a problem with style over substance, but this is style instead from substance, um, where it's it it really feels like it's trying really hard a lot of the time, and I think it does get um, some things pretty right. Like it's still recording yet. Don't worry. It still gets things like pretty right. Like um, uh, definitely. There's a few action set pieces that work really well. There are some others that are just definite pale imitations of John Wick. Yeah. Um, for like for each thing that it misses in the action, it has another thing that succeeds. But in terms of um, characters writing, uh, like dialogue, uh, acting... Um, I thought it was pretty poor in general. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think for me, the opening, like, 10 to 15 minutes was, like... Actually, I was like, okay, okay, this is, like, a very pulpy, like, sort of, like... I like that it looked like it was all shot on set and... Yeah, it was very uh, artificial-looking, like, but I, I, intentionally. And, and that that, yeah. that really interested me, but I guess the plot of the film is that, you know... Assassin, played by Karen Gillan, whose mum is also an assassin, left her as a teenager. She gets involved in a whole conspiracy with an assa- from what she was hired as assassination, and it, she ends up taking in a little girl who's a outcome, who's, you know, unfortunately swept up in all of this mess. And, yeah, you know, the, that, that's, that's basically the premise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That is the premise, but um, and you have you yeah. have uh, Michelle Yeoh, Carla Gugino, and um, Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett, as uh, librarians. But instead of a lot, but it's the whole John Wick thing of like, there's a menu, but the books are just guns. Yeah, I, I do want to get into the John Wick comparison with that. I I, I don't want that to be no, our full but review. I don't want to be our full review, but I I do feel like that. When I said a lot of the action is a power imitation of John Wick, I feel like the world building yeah. is very 
um, it's very inspired by John Wick. Yes, I think um, I think it's oh, I think a notable example is a lot of the two establishments in the film have a have a little thing where the diner and the library, the diner, the library, and the dentist have yeah. a place to drop off firearms. Yeah, um, I I just um, with those. Uh, I feel like the diner and the dentist, which doubles as like a um, like a covert hospital for assassins or whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like those work under the John Wick guise yeah, of yeah. Um, like establishments and services that yeah. are disguised for this world. Yeah. Um, but the library just doesn't make sense to me. Like, it just... Because in John Wick, the taxi service... Yeah. That... If a random person gets in that taxi, they just think they're in a taxi. Yeah. This library... Is a person going to walk in there, pick up a book, and there's going to be a fucking gun in it? No, not sure. Yeah, well... Like, well once again... Yeah. It, 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 nitpicks. Ob- obviously, it's a world yeah. that we're not exactly... Uh, not exactly like our own, to say the least. Yeah. Um, it weirdly kind of reminds me of... Uh, do you remember the... A few films from like the late mid to late 2000s, like Shoot 'em Up, also with Paul Giamatti. I have not seen that. Um, and weirdly, Keep the list going. Weirdly, yeah. Frank Miller's The Spirit film. I, I do see that, yes. Uh, and, um, and a sort of like... I, I guess in the sort of like pulpy sort of exaggerated world and style... And the thing is, it's one of those things where, you know, we saw Black Widow today as well. Yeah. And it's nice to see something with style, but it do- it does get to a point where I think it plays all of its cards to- way too early. Yeah. When it comes to-, to it. And I think, and I think like, the first 20 minutes, quite a- some very good sequences, like when uh, Lena Headey leave the flashback to Lena Headey leaving her as a... Leaving Karen Gillan See, as a kid, I, I feel actually like the opposite. To I actually honest. like yeah. that. I like that a lot. See, um, I, 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 I kind of went up and down in this movie, or down and up and back down again, where I really, I, I kind of despised the first twenty or so minutes of this, okay. and then um, there's a couple of like inventive action sequences that like are uh, they take like an idea. And they just execute it for this particular action sequence. Yeah. Like they do that twice in a row, and then after that, it just becomes John Wickish. After that, yeah, I don't think he's John Wickish until there's like the yeah, like the big final fight. But um, yeah, like I really was not feeling it to begin with, and I feel like a lot of it came from the direction of the actors. We talked about it that a lot in our um, Black Widow review. It's almost an opposite situation. Yeah, where um, it feels like the direction given to the actors was um, this is how the camera's going to move while you're having this conversation. It didn't really feel like they had much else to work with except for planning their dialogue around the cameras moving. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those... it's, It's a strange thing where... I don't know. Obviously, I think all the actors are having fun in it. Yeah, no, I, well, I like, think um, they're definitely having fun. Like, um, I, I feel like the best actress in the film, the best actor in the film is Kyle Gugino. Yeah. Um, who plays, like, a sort of very, like, very, like, sweet, lovey sort of, like, yeah. librarian assassin person. Definitely, yeah. 
you know, she she has a lot of fun with it. I think she's the one who benefits the most. Yeah. Also, just inc- I always like seeing her shot, like, pop up and stuff, because I always yeah. feel like she's in a lot, but she never gets the true recognition she deserves. Yeah. Because she's always, she's always a good actress, like... Oh, I think in the work of Mike Flanagan in particular, she yeah. shines... But that's what like, I mean, it's like... Um, but... What I what I mean with the um, the acting in general, I don't think anyone's bad in it. No, it's not that like they're bad. It's just like I, they all definitely know what movie they're in. Yeah. It's just there's a certain rushed feel to the dialogue where everyone's just rushing to get their words out. Yeah. And like they're like they're it's in a race. Like the, the one the thing I was talking about in particular with the cameras moving and they're trying to keep up with the dialogue with that there's there's a, there's a um, conversation between Karen Gillan Angela Bassett Carlos Gugino and um, Michelle Yeoh um, early on in the film and it's all one take and it lasts for a couple minutes oh yeah, yeah. and it, it it really felt like um, the the way that they were shooting it where they do have to go a couple minutes without taking a break that um they couldn't get as many takes in as they could have to perfect that scene where they if it felt like they were on a on a schedule and they just had to get this scene out and it was shot in this particular way where they could only do a, a certain amount of takes yeah i mean it, it's um look in all honesty like yeah yeah i think i think it's i think the issue is it's when you do take these like big stylistic genre yeah. things and when you're really heavily leaning into pulp yeah which this definitely is it, yeah. it's very pop art pulpy iconography and color palettes and I think the I think by far the best part of the film is probably the art direction and the set design yeah no like, yeah. Um, yeah and a lot of the matte paintings and the, the yeah the CGI besides some iffy usages of CGI blood yeah no I, um, I was gonna bring uh, that um, up yeah yeah was I'd say it was actually quite tastefully used. I liked how they... I think a lot of... I'm not sure if it was a matte painting or CGI, green screen, but it worked really well. And I like it when... You're talking about the outside of the diner? Outside of the diner, but yeah. also when they're... Also, like, some of them, while they're driving sometimes. Yeah, like, no, definitely. And yeah. it's like... The thing is, I like seeing that in films where it's... Like, I, I feel like too much... Too many films right now try to go for this ultra detailed realistic realistic look and like even when like stuff tries to lean into pulp i feel like a lot of people just don't really go for it yeah so i have to commend the filmmakers for it it, it, they they took a definite risk stylistically the style i think stylistically it does pay off but yeah i I just don't i just wish it was uh i I don't know i i say this about a lot of films now and i understand that it probably just couldn't be. I feel like I feel like it would have been a way better short film. I I, I 100% like a, like a thirty agree, yeah. to forty minute short. One hundred percent agree. Um, I feel like the 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 biggest problem with it for me is that it's trying very hard, and yeah. um, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Like they obviously had, they had a vision and they set out to make it. It's just when you can tell a film that is is trying very hard to be what it is instead of from it being what it is and yeah. it just it just falls a little flat for me in that way where you can tell what movie they wanted to make and it just doesn't quite reach yeah. that 
where they just they, they just needed to be a little bit more confident in their yeah. in their cells before they set out to do it. Yeah. And I don't want to say personally I didn't like it. I don't want to say that I if if you're interested in seeing the movie, I mileage may vary. Yeah. Where I feel like going into it having seen the trailer, I was like I felt like I knew exactly what this film was going to be and I felt what and I feel like it pretty much was that. Yeah. And if you like the trailer, it's pretty much what you thought it was going to be and you might enjoy yeah. it a I whole do, lot more I, than I, what I, do, I did. I, yeah. I can see this yeah. film um, having its audience and, like, yeah. you know, and I think it's... I think Netflix have already greenlit a sequel to it. So, oh, okay, yeah. Like, um, so obviously there is confidence in it. So is this going to Netflix overseas or...? It, it's a weird thing where it's like we're the only country that... It's getting a cinema release. That I don't oh. think Netflix had its... Oh, I, I might be wrong, but we're one of the few. Maybe think, Studio Canal um, picked it up a little before, bit early yeah. in Australia. Yeah, okay. probably was it. And um, okay, you know what? Like, I didn't know good that. on him. Yeah, like I'd rather. I've seen I've seen a lot of action films recently. Um, this one yeah. does hit miss the mark, I believe. Yeah, but I'd rather an ambitious kind of yeah. stylistically ambitious sort of like. Yeah. I'd rather a swing and a miss than them playing table. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And also, I think this film understands that if you're going to have a film, you should have Michael Smiley in it. Yeah, that's a, that's actually a good point. You should always have Michael Smiley. Yeah. If I'm ever to make a film, I don't want to make one without him. I don't care what context. Um... Okay, um... I, I, <laughs> that, yeah, this is being potato chips yeah, on the side. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. 